Hey, buddy. So how are you doing today? <laughs> you sound happy. Well, I am, because I'm just reading about this story, Thomas. Are you familiar with the Amish? Of course. Well, there's a strange story. Do you know that there's an Amish buggy rider that was just arrested for hit and run, Thomas? <laughs> hit and run on a buggy? Where is this at? Somewhere in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. How do and you hit and run with a buggy? He forced a car off the road. The car went into a ditch, and then he took off. He just kept on going. They had trouble finding the guy. You know why, Thomas? No. They put out an APB. He was wearing dark clothes and a straw hat and went by the name Jebediah. Jebediah? <laughs> <They> all, <laughs> that's, a, that, that's a dead giveaway right there. I mean, how many people in Amish country are named Jebediah? Or wore a straw hat and a black outfit, right? Right. They did charge him with drunk driving. It was Actually, it was a DUIHC, driving under the influence of hard cider. <laughs> hard cider. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. I don't know why I found that so funny, but that is hysterical. Hard cider. I don't know much about the Amish. Well, they don't use electricity, typically. Are you telling me- in, Or in, cars. Wait, wait, wait. Or wait, the wait. modern conveniences of wait, life. Wait a minute. No in, TV, no you radio. Tell, <laughs> you mean they're not listening to us right now? I don't think so. No, so we me. can just go wild. We can just go crazy on the Amish this morning. What do you think? <laughs> They just want to watch the world churn, right? Well, that's a soap opera. Oh. And no, they're not watching TV. Watch the world churn, Thomas. You get it? They uh, churn yeah, butter. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Here, answer me this. Here it is, 2018. Are you telling me that if I went to a typical Amish home, they don't have refrigeration? Yeah, and how do they keep that stuff cold? I mean, I can see in the wintertime, but in the dead of summer... They must have, ref I mean, do they have refrigerators? You know, here's what I want to see. I want to see an Amish person with a cell phone, right? With a smartphone. Now, that would really just break every possible Amish rule there is, right? Yeah, but I I'm going to find that. Are you that turning on the Google machine over there? No. Stop it. <laughs> I just want to find out. They've got to be using refrigeration because even the Amish people come home and they say, I want a nice cold beer, not a hot beer, right? I'm telling you, they're drinking warm beer over there. It's just amazing how they can keep their, what do you call it? They're doing the same things for all these hundreds of years and not change. Traditions. Traditions. That's a good man. <laughs> wow. Look at you. Look at you helping uh, me out. Oh, man, I'm sharp this morning. <laughs> you must have had your coffee, not black, because you know that black not coffee. Not black, makes, no. That makes you a psychopath. That's why I'm happy. Happy. You happy, are been happy. Happy, not hostile. A happy Tom is a happy man, right? Jobs, not mobs. Tom and Mike. There's just an article in National Geographic that said that the interest in our space program has been the lowest it's ever been. Do you have any idea why that might be? Because we're not really sending anybody up in space other than the International Space Station? Well, here, well here's what's amazing. Us and the Russians have been going into space since the early 60s, right? Right. How many people do you think in all those 50 plus years have been in space? The total number of people that have gone to space in those 50 plus years that the two countries have been going into space. I'm going to say 50. I want to have a second chance. Am I too high or too low? You're way too low. Oh, really? Okay, let's go with 75. 540. No! Well, now that, not Thomas, that's 50 plus years. That's, that's only... 540 it's, people? It's 0 0.000077 of the world's population. You know, there's 6 billion people in the world. It's so only 540 and over 50 years have gone there. But that's not the reason why people well, are Well, that shocks me. I totally blew that one. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to get the consolation prize here. But one of the problems is people aren't familiar with the measures of distance and the quantity of space and things like that that are above our pay grade, right? Actually, I'm quite good at quantum physics. You are? <laughs> no. All right, big shot. 
How far are we from the sun? But you learned this in, in grade school. I know this. Come on, Thomas. Show well, the people. Well, it's, how- it's billions of light years, right? No. Okay, what is it? It's 93 million miles away. 93 million? Yep. All right. That's I'm all? Gonna, I'm going to give you an easy one. That's pretty close. How about the moon? No wonder it gets so hot. <laughs> Boy, that's far, 93 million. Compared to the moon, what's the moon? How far is that moon from here? Oh, that's easy. Go ahead. Go to your Google. <laughs> I'm not going to my You don't know your space. The I'm going to say 333,000 miles. Well, you're close. 286. Oh, wow. So People, I got that going for me. Right. But they're trying to make things easier. They've come up now Who's with a formula. Who's they? The people, the space, that NASA. The people, the people. Yeah, the, the, they, NASA. They NASA. They're, they're trying to make things easier for us. For an example, they just came up with a formula to explain what makes a falling star. Do you know what it is? When you wish too hard? No. It's a formula. It's X plus Y equals Corbin Bernson. I don't get it. X plus Y equals Corbin Benson, a, a falling star. Remember him? Oh, from- falling star. There you go, oh, buddy. Okay, yeah. You know, I thought Charlie Sheen might work better. I th- that could be a good one. Probably more up to date for our millennial friends. And Thomas, they also told us recently what's the farthest object in our solar system. You know what that is? The distance between here and Uranus? No, the distance between here and first place, the Cleveland Brown. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good one. But do you, I mean, are you a space guy? I mean, do you, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a space cadet. (laughs) I know that. But do you you, like care about space? I do, I do. Do You You know, I used to have an app on my smartphone, this is a few years ago, that you could go outside and it would tell you where the space station is, right? Right. The exact point in the sky. Not that you could ever see it, but it was kind of cool to know that, hey, the space station's over my house right now. Are you one of those people that think we should have people going to places like Mars and stuff like that? Or do you think no. it's a waste of money? No, I think it is a waste of money, actually. I we could too. never live there. Right. Who wants to live in a suit all day long and live in a bubble, right? Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care about space. I don't care about space. Let's just hope that... The audience cares about space. They do? I hope so. Tom and Mike. Do you know that over the last year, the number of road rage incidents have gone up in this country? What about rogue rage? Road rage. <laughs> you know, Americans are so road rage crazy that they get upset when they're waiting in a long line standing. Seriously? Yeah. But seriously, Thomas, do you ever feeling that you want to flip somebody off in your car? Yeah, but I don't do it because you could get yourself killed that way, right? Well, that People is- People the- just seem to be emboldened for whatever reason. Yeah, they get behind that two-ton thing and, and they feel like they're- you know, they could be. They like, own the road, right? Right. They want to run you off of it. Thankfully, that is the most popular form of road rage is when you're flipping somebody off, except in New York City, where it's a still a, called a dating ritual. Do you know that? A dating ritual. Yeah. When you flip somebody off in New York, it's like you're dating because there are hardcore people over there. Uh, that's a sign of affection, right? Right. You know what happens when somebody flips me the bird? What's that? I just laugh at them. That really <laughs> gets them because, you know, they want to see you get mad, right? Right. I just laugh. You know, you should. Somebody what, do you, said, what do you do? I don't give them the finger. I, I give them the thumbs down song because it's equivalent of saying, I'm not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> yes. Think about that. Are you sure you're not from Canada? <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, really, that does sound like something somebody from Toronto would do. I swear. But people do. I mean, you hear about stories all the time in the news, and it's not funny because a lot of people take it to the extreme and they get out of their car and they shoot somebody. Yeah. Why do they do that? I mean, can you imagine being that upset about a guy cutting you off 
that you're going to chase them down and then shoot them. You think they would regret that? I think they had too much coffee that day, don't you? It's a good thing they weren't driving that Amish buggy. <laughs> Have you noticed also that when you're driving, if someone's going slower than you, they're an idiot. But if they're going faster, they're a maniac. That's right. It's either Richard Petty or Grandma, right? Right. I know when you have that hot car of yours, it's hard not to hit yeah, People it, right? want to race me for some reason. Well, no I don't want to race anybody. I know, but you've got this car that just calls out to go when you're at a light. Show me, buddy, what you got. So I was at a light recently, I swear to you, and my bullet, and I'm next to some... You ever notice that jerks in the world seem to be in pickup trucks? And, and nothing against pickup trucks, because I actually love pickup trucks, but... It seems like when people get behind the wheel of a pickup truck, they just go cray-cray. Do they have a gun rack behind them? Well, I didn't notice that. All I know is I was at this light, and I was in the fast lane, okay? Right. And my lane was going to end, like, within a couple of hundred feet. So I had to drive faster, you know, just to make sure right. I got over right. into the correct lane. Did you have your blinker on? Yeah, and right. the guy was like racing me in the truck. So, you know, I blew away from him because I'm driving a bullet. He's driving a pickup truck. I had to speed up just to get over. Otherwise, he would have ran me off the road. Right. It's crazy. Have you ever had any accidents in your life? Thank you, Jesus. No. Do you know? Thank you, Jesus, for me to this one. I've had about six. Six? Yeah. Nothing serious. Here's what's so great about it. It's a miracle. Somebody's watching me. I've never once got hurt, but I've turned a car over a couple times. Really? Yeah. You're I was just a, a bad driver, aren't you? Well, one time I was leaving a Labor Day party, I'll never forget, and it rained for about a half a minute, and it made the roads really oily when that just rains for a sure. short time. yeah. And absolutely. I was in a Carmen Ghia. Remember oh, those yeah, cars? Oh, that, yeah, that's not good in any kind of slick weather, right? And I came around to turn too fast, and my Carmen Ghia flipped over, and I landed about three feet from a pond, upside down. Wow. Yeah. Three feet? Yes. Uh, it was a pond, like a little pond where ducks Goodness and stuff. gracious. You would have been uh, having that dirt nap right yeah. now. Yeah. I was lucky. I've been in a couple pretty serious well, cars. Thank you, Jesus. I know, buddy. I know. I don't know. It's So you never, ever had a, an accident. You better knock no. on wood. No. In <laughs> all your years of driving. You know, it's and, like I've never had a headache either. No, come on. Seriously? You've never had a headache? I've, I swear. The only way I can relate to a headache is eating ice cream too fast. Wait a minute, Thomas. You never had a headache. I swear to you, never, ever, ever had a headache in my life. Well, you know, you need to go to some place like the Cleveland Clinic or something and say, when you die, I want you to have my head for research because that's crazy. Yeah, it is kind of unusual, isn't it? Yeah, it's very unusual. Boy, you are a lucky man. No, thank you, Jesus. We got church going this morning. Come on. It's hard to believe. That Can I get an amen over there? And you like your liquor, too. I mean, you're not a, a drunk. No, I, I don't drink hard liquor. I, no. I just like some red wine. That's all. Right. But I mean, if you just if like you, Jesus. But if you have a bottle of red wine with the wife, you still could, could have a, a little headache the next day. You never no, have. No, never. Man. Now I've been hung over, you know, and uh, never that, sort of, that sort of sick feeling that you get where you know, you just feel kind of queasy. That to me is being hung over, but I've never had a headache. Wow. That is very unusual. I've never heard and that. And your before. wife, Claire's had headaches and- Everybody's had headaches. Yeah, you that's get... what I hear, but I've never had a headache. And you can get it from all kinds of things, from sinus headaches. Actually, from... I might be getting one right now. <laughs> yeah, talking to me? Tom and Mike. I hear I'm going to put you on the spot again. How many homeless people do you think there are in the United States today? 
I'm going to go with 3,893,411. <laughs> Again, you're only, you're off by a couple million. So we're like in the 5 million range? No, it's 700,000. 700,000. I mean, that's still a lot of people when you think about it. Probably half those people are in like New York, LA, and San Francisco, I would imagine. Well, they're all over in every big city, but it's crazy because everybody's talking about great economy, great economy, great economy, and the homeless rate keeps rising. Sometimes I think these people are just wanting to live their life that way. Well, I'd probably say- And a lot of them are mentally ill. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's the biggest problem. They're, they're mentally ill. When you Ill. see a homeless person, do you respond? Depends. It depends on their sign. I like a good sign. <laughs> it's all in the marketing for you, right? You know, I like a good sign. Like I tell you, Thomas, hey, hey, what's your sign, buddy? They've had a couple good ones. You know, living in Philadelphia like I did for a while, I saw some good ones. I had one guy that said, family by kidnapped by ninjas. Need money for karate lessons. Oh, uh, you're going to give that guy money, sure. <laughs> and there's another one. He said something like, yeah, I'm going to drink and buy weed, but at least I'm not BSing you. <laughs> so you like that one. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> he, at least he was honest. Right. And there's got to be something for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, you know. <laughs> what about the really creative ones? Come on, give me a good creative one. I thought that was creative. Yeah, the the ninja one was good. Right. Come or on. I've been kidnapped. I'm short 98 cents for ransom. Yeah. Or my wife's been kidnapped. <laughs> You're but pulling Thomas, these out your yin-yang, aren't you? You weren't prepared you, to do this. Were you? When you see two homeless people hitting each other with cardboard boxes, what do you call that? I don't know. A pillow fight, buddy. <laughs> hey, did you ever notice, you know, these homeless people are so broke, right? but they have smartphones. What's up with that? Well, you know what the other thing is? You, they don't I, have food, but they have smartphones. I also don't like when they shake their money in their tin because they're showing me they have more money than I do. Yeah. And then you really <laughs> feel bad. But the thing nowadays is they have dogs with them. Little puppies. Yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, that would get me every time. It does. I mean, they're smart. I just hope they take care of those dogs because yeah. you see a guy on the laying, you know, on the floor and he's got a little puppy with him and he's got a tin out and it just makes your heart break. But, uh, I like to give the homeless food. I can hardly ever, you know, we eat out a lot and I can hardly ever eat all my food. So, you know, I have it packaged up and, you know, if somebody's hanging out by the restaurant that needs food, I like to give them that. Now, keep in mind, it's not like I ate any of it. So, you know, it's clean and everything. I would never do that, but it makes you feel good, you know? I mean, even more so, I think, than money because you never know what they're going to do with the money, right? Yeah. You know, I once approached the homeless guy with one shoe and I asked, You lost a shoe? And he says, No, I found one. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Enough you just uh, pull these out of your yin yang. <laughs> I mean, oh, for you, I try and give you something to make you cheer up. Tom and Mike. So, Thomas, I'm going to ask you another question. This is a big day to ask you questions. What state in the union do you think eats the most bacon? Well, they eat a lot of bacon in Michigan, so. <laughs> but that's not it, buddy. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with New York. No, now think, you got to put on your thinking cap. California, Texas. Now, what about a state that raises pigs? Arkansas. Nebraska, my friend. Nebraska. Yeah, they eat the most bacon in the United States and the state... What state do you think eats the least? I got to go with Vermont. Hawaii. Hawaii. Although they make up for it because they eat more spam than anybody else, which is disgusting. And your point is? Well, no, I'm just saying this. Nebraska eats 130. I would think Nebraska would be all about, you know, the corn. Corn, right. well, corn huskers, right? I guess they have a BLT with corn and bacon in it, you know. But they actually eat 137% above the national average. That's a lot of bacon. I wonder what heart disease is like in Nebraska. 
Did you do that tie-in? That no. statistical tie-in. Are you a bacon guy? I do like bacon. I don't eat it all the time. I mean, maybe once a week. You know how they can spot a phony in Nebraska? Mm-mm. They're eating turkey bacon. Turkey bacon. Yeah. Now that's a, I can eat that. Have you ever tried that? Yeah, I don't like it because it doesn't have that. You know what's good? They sell a product at my local market called double smoked ham. Right. And you get it and you bake it in the oven until it gets crispy, right? Right. And it's sort of like crispy bacon, but lean. How about that? Because it's got the smoky flavor and all that. Wow. So if anybody out there is going to Nebraska, I'm sure there's going to be a good diner with a lot of good bacon. Now, yeah, buddy, there could be a bacon shortage there. They're eating <laughs> all the bacon. Who brings home the bacon? Tom and Mike. Do you and Karen ever make your own pizza? Yes. It's Saturday night pizza night. Well, let me tell you something, buddy. There's two guys in Rome that are called food anthropologists. Now, who the hell knew there was food anthropologists? And they just came out with a paper that said how to make the perfect great pizza at home. Do you make your pizza yourself? Roll yes. the dough? No, we as buy you're rolling uh, your weed. <laughs> we buy we buy a whole wheat flat crust at Whole Foods. The whole weed? Yes. Flat crust. Whole whole foods. They developed a mathematical formula. This is kind of goofy to me. To make the perfect Sicilian pizza, they say you put the oven at the 450, let it get to 450, and you only put it in for three minutes. And some people would argue that you put it on a pizza stone right? that well, if you've it, heated at 450 for three minutes. But doesn't three minutes sound like a short time? Yeah, but, you know, there's a restaurant chain that's going in all over the country called Pizza Fire. right. It's kind of like the subway concept. You go through a line and you pick out everything you want on your pizza and they're putting it on the pizza and they're putting it in the quantities that you want. And then they put it in the oven and it only takes a minute to cook. Isn't that a great concept? It is. And I think one of the keys also is if you have a really thin crust. Right. Yeah. And that's part of the concept, too, because, you know, the thick crust takes longer. Do you know Oprah's out now pushing a cauliflower crust pizza? Ugh. I know. It sounds disgusting, doesn't it? I don't mind the taste of cauliflower. I like cauliflower, but it doesn't exactly like me. It's like really gassy, right? Right. If you're going to have a pizza, you want to really have a pizza. Yeah. Cauliflower pizza? I don't think so. No. But yeah, uh, yeah we, we probably have pizza once every two weeks. And, and the key is truly in the crust. Don't you agree? Yeah. My wife makes sure that it's brown on the bottom. She doesn't like a one. Yeah. You know, but I think the key is the cheese, baby. <laughs> I love that cheese, don't you? Say cheese. <laughs> and when you're having your pizza right. on a Saturday night. You want to go to what's this world coming to.com to hear Tom and Mike? Yeah, just to get a little entertainment going for your Saturday night. That's right, buddy. What's this world coming to.com. Tom and Mike.